0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. From time to time in this podcast, I will review a book that has had a profound impact upon me. And I have just read a book that has had just that. It's called Tribe. And I'll tell you what, it is uh, not only a confirmation of much that I believe, uh, but much information beyond what I knew previously. It's written by Sebastian Younger. Now, you may have Uh, heard of him before. If you listen to this podcast, you have definitely heard of him before. He wrote the book, The Perfect Storm, A True Story of Men Against the Sea in 1997. Uh, That became the famous and beautiful movie with uh, George Clooney and others starring in it. Um, He also uh, created one of my favorite documentary films about war called Restrepo, and there was a follow-up called Korengal. And uh, he wrote a book on war, which I thought was uh, one of the best on the subject. So uh, he's one of my favorite writers. I think I feel some affinity with him because he too was embedded in troops in Iraq. uh, And he too has uh, been an advocate for veterans and an advocate for uh, understanding post-traumatic stress syndrome and things like that. Of course, he's way beyond me on the whole issue of veterans, but this book called Tribe um, is, is truly a powerful and essential read. I just really can't recommend it enough. Um, his, his presenting topic, the topic that he is primarily dealing with, is soldiers returning from war and reintegrating into society. But that's, that's really only his presenting topic. His main topic has to do with society with where we belong, how we belong, how modern society works against belonging and community. He talks about the value of community, uh, how essential it is that we have some place of belonging, some place of uh, homecoming. Um, And he just uses wonderful illustrations historically and in contemporary society of how essential this is, how misunderstood it is, how modernity and modern society works against community. I just think it is an absolutely essential read. And by the way, I had just, I just read this book after I had just finished writing uh, my new book called Building Your Band of Brothers, which will be out later this summer. And so you can imagine that I had the whole theme of brothers, um, men, men bonding together, manhood, men in war, very much on my mind. And then I came across Sebastian Younger's book, which is just really, uh, I think, going to be a classic in the field. He reflects early in the book on manhood. He reflects on uh, many of these themes of manhood. What does it take to be a man? How do you uh, display your manhood to those you care about in a society that does not uh, demand courage of you, et cetera? So there are many reflections on manhood, masculinity, et cetera. But uh, what intrigues me is uh, his analysis of modern society. He says, for example, in a chapter called The Men and the Dogs, he says, a person living in a modern city or a suburb can, for the first time in history, go through an entire day or an entire life, mostly encountering complete strangers. They can be surrounded by others and yet feel deeply, dangerously alone. And in the same chapter, he says, numerous cross-cultural studies have shown that modern society, despite its nearly miraculous advances in medicine, science, and technology, is afflicted with some of the highest rates of depression, schizophrenia, poor health, anxiety, and chronic loneliness in human history. I think it's very, very powerful analysis and critique of American society. He's making the point. That we need community, that we are at best in our community, that we survive hardship best in our community, that we human beings are hardwired to live as part of a broader band of people who care about us, who help us carry our burdens, in whom we can invest. When we do not have that, uh, even the smallest trials uh, and even though we are in an affluent society and a high-tech society with miraculous levels of provision, uh, we still can be filled by the f- smallest kinds of difficulties. I-, I love this quote. As affluence and urbanization rise in a society, rates of depression and suicide tend to go up rather than down. Rather than buffering people from clinical depression, increased wealth in a society, seems to foster it. He goes on and on with that kind of comparison. I, I found very interesting in the early part of the book uh, his descriptions of uh, early Americans being kidnapped by Indians, and many of them, and this is, of course, a <laughs> real slap in the face to, uh, to those of us who side with the Anglo side of American history, uh, but many who were captured by American Indians didn't wanna go home. Now, not by any means all of those who were captured, Uh, not even the majority. But there are famous cases of whites who were kidnapped by Indians, and then those whites found greater community, greater belonging, uh, greater meaning in the lives they were living among Native Americans, and they simply decided not to return to white society. Now, I need to say that this is by no means any kind of, uh, you know, vaunting of Native American society. Uh, Native American culture was uh, and, and habits and warfare was brutal. Uh, those kidnapped and captured were often tortured. Uh, I mean, no one is saying that that Native Americans were uh, the perfect, the ideal, the most pristine, and certainly the most humane society possible. However, uh, many, many whites captured in the colonial period in America, early 1800s, were uh, absolutely uh, found amongst Native Americans, greater belonging, um, greater meaning, greater community than they had ever known in white society and decided to stay. In fact, uh, many of them who were forcibly returned in prisoner exchanges uh, simply escaped white society and went back. So the point is not race. The point is not that, you know, quote unquote, red skin or darker skin is somehow better than white skin or that automatically those of dark skin create a better society than those of white skin. That would be silly, but it is certainly true. Uh, that given the centuries of Native American society, there was a networking, a belonging, uh, a sense of uh, tradition, uh, ceremonies, and rituals that confirmed and uh, that connected that white society simply lacked. It still tends to lack that. And uh, I think these are very, very important lessons for us to know. So, uh what, what Sebastian Younger is really trying to tell us is not that our society is somehow evil and should be destroyed, but rather that looking at it from the standpoint of belonging and community and connection to other human beings, and looking at it from the standpoint of how affluence and our wealth and our high-tech society works against what's best for our souls and what's best for the, the entity of community, um, that we are in trouble that there are things to deal with that we must decide to work against these isolating, corroding influences, uh, in modern society. Uh, here's an example. And in the same chapter called men and dogs, uh, I'm sorry, the men and the dogs. In 2015, the George Washington Law Review surveyed more than 6,000 lawyers and found that conventional success in the legal profession, such as high billable hours or making partner at a law firm, had zero correlation with levels of happiness and well-being reported by the lawyers themselves. I mean, it's pretty, pretty stunning Uh, statement because most people in America would assume that if they had seven years of university training and had passed the bar and could make a lot of money as lawyers and could even defend themselves legally, I'm sure many people would be thinking about that, that they would be happy. The reality is the opposite is true, that there are high levels of depression and high levels of dissatisfaction uh, in the supposedly uh, super high earning and cherished professions. It simply isn't true. Here's a great statement uh, in in which he uh, is quoting a study from the Journal of Affective Disorders in 2012. uh, And in this this quote, he really is summarizing much that he's saying in the book. He says, the economic and marketing forces of modern society have engineered an environment that maximizes consumption at the long-term cost of well-being. In effect, humans have dragged a body with a long hominid history into an overfed, malnourished, sedentary, sunlight deficient, sleep deprived, competitive, inequitable, and socially isolating environment with dire consequences. Now, this really is almost his thesis statement. Of course, those words weren't his. They're from the journal that I mentioned, but it's pretty uh, amazing analysis of what has happened. And so, what what Sebastian Younger is primarily dealing with as i say is the issue of veterans and their return to society, and what they experience at war, and um, the whole dynamic that Sebastian Younger has become a, a mouthpiece for, which is that many soldiers feel quite guilty uh, because they long for some of the things that occurred uh, during their time in war that they do not have in society. We've all heard about buddies, uh, you know, friendships forming in foxholes that last lifetimes, that they're stronger than any other friendships that the soldiers will know. Well. That dynamic is pretty important. Think about the average American male; he's living his kind of mall rat life, he's living his suburban life, perhaps, and um, or her, and then they go overseas. Well, now they have purpose, now they have belonging, now they have unit cohesion, uh, now they have mission, uh, now, now they have a, 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 certainly a, a discipline and a code and, and a sense of connection. And they watch their friends die and they shed their own blood and they kill others and they seal, as it were, covenants with each other and then they return back to the very isolated, very autonomous, um, very lonely American lifestyle and they long for war, and they feel guilty because what kind of monster longs to be back in war? But the truth is what, that what they often long for are the very things that we are made for, but sadly, they found them only in the trenches. And that's, I think, a commentary that Sebastian Junger in his TED Talks, in his other speeches, in some of his books, and you can go on YouTube and see many of these things, um, has powerfully articulated. So what he's doing is not only continuing to make that case regarding veterans, but making the case for all of us, making the case for American society. I found the book extremely profound. Uh, I found the book uh, very, very helpful. It was confirmation of what I had already been writing about. It was a helpful analysis of um, our society. Um, He doesn't give a lot of practical answers. This is not a self-help book, but he certainly is giving us an analysis that's absolutely essential. Uh, If you are a male, certainly, if you are a leader of any kind, uh, if you want to understand the society in which you live, and certainly if you want to help change it, This book is essential. Don't accept uh, the view that it's just about veterans and therefore ignore it. It's a powerful statement. It's a powerful analysis of our society. And I think it's extremely important for us to read it. I'm committed to the idea that we ought not and cannot do life alone. I'm committed to the idea that we need to belong to a band of brothers, a band of sisters, that we need people around us who know us, who are not afraid of us, who can speak truth to us, Um, for whom we can do the same, and with whom we do life together. I believe in tribe. I believe in family. I believe in belonging. Uh, To put it in the words of a famous historian, I believe that water is thicker than blood. What that means is that those you live near, those you, in a sense, share water with, as in a river or a lake or what have you, obviously this is old language, um, you're closer to than those you might be related to, but who are geographically far away. Uh, Those who defend you, those who uh, bond together with you for provision of the community, those who build community with you, those who stand with you about the important issues of life, uh, those with whom you live. This is your community. This is your tribe. This is where you belong. uh, This is who is important to you. And most people, certainly most males, and I don't mean to make this irrelevant to you women, but certainly most males in the West today are living without meaningful community. I think that Sebastian Younger's written a beautiful book. I think he's provided tremendous raw material for understanding this arena, this, this uh, area, this field of sociology and anthropology. And I think more specifically, uh, he's given us a guide to what's wrong in American society, what's bedeviling us when it comes to loneliness and depression and post-traumatic stress and isolation. And he throws down, in a sense, a gauntlet for us to change it in our own lives. I hope you'll read the book and I hope you will make this change because I think, especially given what's coming in our world, and I don't mean that in some apocalyptic sense, but just the upheavals that are very likely to happen, that we are a people who definitely need to learn the lessons that Sebastian Younger has to teach. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. His new book is Ask the Question, Why We Must Demand Religious Clarity from Our Presidential Candidates, available on Amazon. Learn more about Stephen at StephenMansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is directed by Isaac Darnold, who also wrote, produced, and performed the podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.